0: The terrific football and basketball Tuesday edition of You Better You Bet Rolls on Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here on the BetQL Network. We got another hour coming up simulcast by our friends over at Stadium and what an hour it's going to be. 20 minutes from now Ken and I will give you our NBA predictions for the season along with our friend Tyler Morales. We'll fill it all out. We'll put it in the bucket of bets. What what are we going to do here? Who's going to win the Eastern Conference? Who's going to win the Western Conference? What about awards? We'll give you all our season predictions coming up 20 minutes from now. Power hour final hour one hour from now featuring all our bets for tonight. Bets of Steel in the National Hockey League for hashtag frozen frenzy 16 games tonight on the ice we will break down all of them and give you bets for all of them of course we got side total and props for the Nuggets and the Lakers the Warriors and the Suns as the NBA season kicks off tonight in Denver and we'll give you the games we've already bet for week eight in the National Football League in the final hour of the show as well But joining us right now to kick off our number three on this terrific Tuesday, God Almighty, it is great to see this man's handsome face, and it is great to hear the dulcet tones of his voice. You better you bet legend former NBA general manager, now doing an amazing job as an analyst for our friends over at NBA TV. And we already knew he was the smartest guy in the room, but now it's been confirmed, because he's no longer on Twitter, that he is definitely the smartest guy in the room. And that is the great Ryan McDonough, who joins us here on You Better, You Better, audience obviously familiar with the great McDee. Ryan, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. How the hell are you?
1: Gentlemen, it's been a few years. It's great to be back with you guys. I appreciate you guys putting me in the ring of honor on You Better You Bet over the summer. I don't know if that got a lot of attention, uh, but but thank you. Thank you for the Lifetime Achievement Award that you gave me. I know in all sincerity, it's great to be back. Excited for NBA uh, opening night. And uh, even though in this video, it looks like I'm in the Witness Protection Program at the minute, uh, regardless of the circumstances, I always make the time to join you guys.
2: Well, we, we appreciate it, Ryan, and, and people that remember your appearances on the show a, a few years ago, like would frequently come on, especially early in the season and give us kind of a heads up about teams that you thought were interesting, even teams to win the title. It was definitely the Brooklyn Nets that first year when like their price plummeted in the first few weeks. We saw Kevin Durant and Kyrie kind of play together like, oh, this is going to be a thing. Like you came on day one. You said this is going to be a thing. The Warriors, like this is going to be a thing. Okay, well, the opening game tonight is the defending champion, the Nuggets. They're hosting the Lakers. Maybe we get like game bets and stuff at the end of the show. But, you know, NBA title. Do you really think the Nuggets are the most likely team to repeat? Do you think it'll be someone new? It'll be Milwaukee, obviously won a few years ago. Is it Boston? Those are kind of the favorites, the Phoenix Suns, who you have experience with. Who do you think really wins the NBA title this year? We could just start big picture. Denver opens tonight. You think they repeat?
1: I think they have a chance to, but I don't think they will. Uh, Over the last five years in the NBA, we've seen five different champions. Rarely has that happened in NBA history, and I think there are a number of factors for that, guys. The season is so long. As you guys know, uh, basketball is now played year-round, even outside of the NBA. A lot of these guys play for their national teams. Uh, Nikola Jokic, who Skip playing for Serbia this summer, but Jamal Murray uh, practiced with the Canadian team. He didn't play in the World Championships. Um, But regardless, if you play 82 games in the regular season, a handful, four or five or so in the preseason, and then, uh, you know, 16 to 28 in the playoffs, that's a lot of basketball. So I think it's really hard to repeat. Uh, Denver's going to have a target on their back. They're certainly capable, uh, but my bet is the Boston Celtics. I think with Drew Holiday coming in, they shored up their their biggest weakness uh, with the addition of Porzingis as well. I didn't like them as much when Marcus Smart went out and they just had Porzingis, but uh, Brad Stevens seemed to do it again, bringing in Holiday with Porzingis. I think that team is loaded, and I think their top – Five or six guys are as good as any in the league.
0: So uh so Boston to win the NBA championship. Um, does that mean that you're down on Milwaukee? Uh Giannis just signs his extension. Obviously they bring in Damian Lillard, one of the favorites to win the championship. It's a gaudy win total, Ryan, as you might expect for a team with Giannis and Damian Lillard, fifty-four and a half, and a new head coach for Milwaukee and Adrian Griffin. What do you think we see from Milwaukee I mean, we know you don't think they're gonna win the East or get to the NBA Finals. What do you think we see from Milwaukee McD in the regular season this year with that win total of fifty four and a half?
1: Nick, I'm going under on that one. And I know that's difficult anytime you have Giannis at Atitokounmpo, one of the all-time greats. And um, what, what a couple of weeks in Milwaukee with the Damian Lillard trade. And then last night, the announcement of, of the extension for Giannis. Um, so they're playing with found money. And obviously now, again, they're looking at this from a multi-year horizon with a multi-year championship contending window. That being said, if you look at the history of teams with new head coaches, especially first-time head coaches, there usually is an adjustment. So I think because of that, because Chris Middleton's health has been questionable, um, we know Adrian Griffin was a little bit coy when asked about Middleton's health at times this preseason. uh, So I I don't expect him to play all 82 games. And then the integration of Lillard. Uh, It wasn't like Giannis and Dame had all summer to work together and work out together. They only traded for him a few weeks ago. All that being said, certainly they have a chance to win the championship Anytime you have Giannis and Lillard, two of the top 10 or 15 players in the league, and including the potential MVP again in Giannis. But I would bet the DeAndre. I just think there are too many um, moving parts, too many things that could go wrong, especially with Middleton's injury because this is not the deepest team. And I think in order to get into the mid-50s or above as far as their season win total, they're going to need to be completely healthy and gel quickly. And uh, personally, I have my doubts that they'll be able to do that.
2: So ryan we've talked about you know milwaukee and boston and denver three of the the highest win totals in the league sort of like another really high win total we haven't talked about yet and it's the phoenix suns who play tonight obviously and even the injury report tonight kind of leads into my question and you talked about this with milwaukee just now like chris middleton's injury history in a long season like does milwaukee care about winning a lot of regular season games or do they care about being healthy for the playoffs i can ask you the same question about the Suns, like Devin Booker, 50-50 tonight. Looks like he's gonna play, but already kind of has a toe injury. Bradley Beal, we don't know if he's gonna play tonight. You can kind of see this coming. Are we gonna see some load management for the Sun Stars too? Fifty-one and a half is the Phoenix win total. Obviously, Durant, Booker, Beal together for the first time. Frank Vogel, the coach now for Phoenix. What are your expectations for for the Suns? Kind is it similar to the Bucks or is it something different?
1: I would take the over with with the Phoenix Suns. I don't see this team losing 30 games. I, there's a lot that could go wrong, Ken, as you just mentioned there. It is a very heavy roster in terms of the talent at the top, also the payroll at the top. That's a big part of the reason they did the DeAndre Ayton deal with Portland to give them some more tradable pieces coming back. Um, now, that being said, even if one of those guys is out, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, as long as the other two are healthy, especially if one of them's Durant and one guard, I think they'll have a chance to win and play with just about anybody. So um, I would go over there. This may be my uh, you know, bias showing through with my son's ties, especially the ties to Booker, but uh, I, I think that team's going to win more than 52 games. I, I don't see how this team loses 30 games, unless a lot goes wrong. It it is a star-driven league. League, yes, depth is important at times, but but those three guys are superstars. Their offense looks scary. Uh, I would go over in Phoenix Suns, and I think this is a team that, if they are healthy, has as good a chance as any to come out of the Western Conference.
0: Yeah, well, and in the Power Hour today, Ken and I will give you our bets for the Suns-Warriors game coming up tonight. It's just like the most NBA thing ever is like, yeah, what up, is Bradley Beal going to play well? He's not going to play well. Now he's a game-time decision, and Booker is questionable. Welcome back, NBA. We love this doing this in the Power Hour every night. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a terrific Basketball Tuesday. It is amazing to welcome back to the show our good friend, analyst for NBA TV, former NBA general manager, the very handsome Ryan McDonough, who, again, the smartest guy in the room because he's no longer on Twitter. He used to be at McD. NBA and then he made the best decision to get rid of Twitter he is the absolute best Ryan McDonough joining us here on the show McDee, we've talked about a lot of the elite teams in the NBA this year give us a team in like the mid-range right the, like a middle of the pack team maybe a team that's a little bit above the um, the middle or maybe a little below that you feel like will either exceed expectations this year go over a win total or maybe fall below expectations this year and go under a win total you have been nails on this in the past with us
1: well, I appreciate that, Nick. And since I'm not on with you guys as much anymore, I will give you both, uh, double double dose here. Uh, the team that I think will go over their win total in the mid-40s, that's the Miami Heat. This is a team that's uh, been to the NBA Finals a number of times in the last, I think twice in the last couple of years, that they were a Jimmy Butler three away from being there three out of the last four years, I believe. Um, to put them in the mid-40s in the Eastern Conference, yes, I know they lost some depth, um, but Butler, Adebayo, Harrow, Eric Spolster Keep in mind, guys, this was a team that a couple of years ago, I think they started 10 and 31 or something like that. You guys remember that? I was GM of the Suns at the time. They were awful. This is probably six, seven years ago now. And then they flipped the s- script and were like the opposite. They were like 31 and 10 in the second half of the season. Um, so that's a team that I feel really good about betting the over because I think even if they're underperforming the first half, they will get better in their front office, especially after... Not getting Bradley Beale or Damian Lillard this offseason. I think even in season, this is a front office with Pat Riley in his late 70s that will be very aggressive uh, to try to stay at that championship level. So I like the over in the other conference. Um, and this is something interesting. I think it may have been John Hollinger who pointed out that statistically, there were like 10 teams in the Western Conference that had win totals of 44 and a half or something like that. Uh, it was something that was mathematically impossible. It could not happen. So obviously, somebody is going to be under. And for me, I think that's going to be the Dallas Mavericks. I, I just have a lot of concerns about Dallas um, on NBA TV at the start of free agency. I think it was on July 1. I went on a bit of a tangent about Kyrie Irving and, and not understanding why the Mavs would give him that contract. Um, so I, I just think they're taking a big risk with Kyrie, with Luka. How do those guys gel? How do they integrate together defensively? Um, you know, can they stay healthy and then, you know, in the preseason, they haven't looked very good. They've started rookies at times. So I just think there's a lot that could go wrong in Dallas in a loaded Western conference. Uh, let me put it a different way. If you're betting on Dallas to go over, I think every, just about everything has to go right because I think with the competition in the West, their margin for error is razor, razor thin.
2: And obviously had like a, a miserable preseason, like Kyrie gets hurt. Then Luca hurts his calf. Like we're not sure he's going to play against the Spurs on Wednesday night and, and their opener. And that Spurs game, Ryan is the, the next thing I wanted to talk to you about. Like, we talked about the top teams like one of the biggest storylines entering this year is Victor Wembanyama and what this is going to look like in year one we've all seen the video clips it looks completely ridiculous in a good way like looks like he could just kind of shatter expectations do things we haven't seen on a basketball court he is an overwhelming favorite to win rookie of the year like a minus price which you don't always see early in the season and their win total is about 28 and a half 29 and a half so do you think the Spurs will win 30 or more games and do you think Wembanyama is sort of a certainty to win rookie of the year
1: I, I always am honest here on you Better you bet. I, I would stay away from that just because I, I don't know what direction this team's going to go at the trade deadline. Uh, I think they'll try to remain competitive. Um, they, I think they'll be right in that range, Honestly, to be honest with you, Ken, in, in the upper 20s. Um, but but that aside, I, I would bet Wenbinata to win Rookie of the Year despite overwhelming odds if you want to bet it or just stay away from it if you don't think there's enough money to be made there. Um, I, I know a lot of your, your, your listeners – and viewers are diehards who watch basketball year round uh, for those who haven't who have not seen this kid um there have only been two prospects in my affiliation with the nba that i sat up on my seat and said holy cow, i've never seen anybody do that before one was lebron james in 2003 that was my first year in the nba and the second is this kid victor Wembanyama, with san-, san antonio so If you have not seen him play um, and and if he's coming to where you live and you can buy a ticket at a reasonable price, go do it. Uh, This kid is worth the price of admission. I think he's going to be the rookie of the year. He is too good and too talented on both ends, um, you know, not to, I think, win the award. I don't know how he doesn't, if he's healthy. Uh, So so I think he's going to win it. Uh, But again, as far as the win total, personally, I I think they have a chance to go over, but I would stay away from it just because with a rookie, with a young team, they're not playing for this year. Uh, They're trying to build this thing over the next two or three years to be a championship contender as Victor approaches his mid-20s.
0: It makes you really excited to watch Spurs basketball. Not something we've said a lot uh, recently here in the NBA. McDee, let's close with this here in about 30 seconds. Anything you like in the two games tonight with the Nuggets, about five-point home favorites against the Lakers, the Dubs about two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Suns. Maybe that one's a little difficult because we don't know how the injury stuff is going to play out. Any thoughts here on the two games coming up tonight, opening night in the NBA? Yeah, I
1: like the Lakers tonight. If they're getting five points We know the history of ring night. It's an emotional time. It's the first championship in the history of the Denver Nuggets franchise. There'll be a lot of emotion. Lakers will be locked in. We know what they did this offseason. We know where LeBron James and Anthony Davis are, especially LeBron in his career and what he has to prove. Uh, So if I was going to bet one of those, I would go with the Lakers getting five points.
0: Uh, Ten seconds for this one. How good did it feel to delete Twitter?
1: It felt great. It, although, I'll, I'll give out my cell phone number. If anybody wants to come and yell at me and tell me how stupid I am, they can call me or text me, just because just, just I miss that aspect of it.
0: Well, I mean, McD, like you said earlier in the show, because you don't come out with us as much anymore. Now, I don't know if we can have you on a weekly basis, but I mean, like... I, I, we're going to text you. We love having you on. Hopefully you can make this at least a semi-regular Cards. We love having Our audience loves you, man. You like never lost when you came out with us a couple of years ago. So hopefully this can be the start of maybe like our relationship starting to blossom once again with the great Ryan McDonough. My friend, we sincerely appreciate it. You taking the time out. No, know you've got stuff going on, so thank you very much. And we look forward to watching you all season on NBA TV. Stay well, and we'll do this again hopefully in the near future.
1: Always great to be out with you guys. And if we win a lot of these bets, I'll be back on. If not, you'll never hear from me again.
0: All right, so right. hopefully we win some bets and here, and not we'll on get Twitter. Ryan back on the show, and uh, can't short even of, yell like, at him. I mean, I mean, like smartest, smartest guy in the room, man. Like a goodbye, social media.
2: Yeah, I wish gotta promote yeah. the show a little bit gotta keep that gotta promote the stuff show, unfortunately
0: and then yeah. that get, get the, the moron sending us all sorts of dumb crap i got so much <laughs> i actually kind of enjoyed it for like the uh the arthur smith stuff yesterday look like, oh uh, nerd! Right. no one cares about your fantasy team it's like yeah like i i said it in the video that like you, no one has to yeah. care like i get it like i understand right. i get it nerd. Also, they broke the rules yes I, and guess what <laughs> you're right I am one. Right. You know what I'm going to do after this? I don't care. Play
2: Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, Ken's so going to play subie, Spider-Man.
0: Right. I'm going to play Sea of Stars, and then we're going to binge-watching sports that I'd have a million bets on hockey, baseball, and the NBA. On the other side, bucket of bets time. Our NBA season predictions. Nick, Ken, and the great Tyler Morales.
2: We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.